today we have here Ana Andres. Andres. Andras from Spain and also my neighbor, an amazing person who I met based on actually it was like the exterminator came through and I was like, Hey, I gotta get my place exterminated because I gotta go play tennis and and I so I walked into your place and it was it was like a little artist gallery with a bunch of painting and art and I was like, Wow, you are such a cool person. I'm so ha- happy that I met you. Uh, I didn't know you were living here in this building. So um, from that, I mean, I saw your, a lot of your art. I wasn't able to appreciate all of your art. It was pretty quick, but I do know that you're a painter and that you, uh, you're you one of the snowbirds of Miami who lives here half the no year way. for mm-hmm. quite a while. Um, and yeah, it's about all I know, really. But that's why this podcast exists, because you have a story, Anna, and I'm excited to learn more about it. What a... Where were you? So you were born in Spain. Um, yes. And where in Spain were you born? Madrid. I'm from Madrid. Madrid. Mm-hmm. And what did you study as a child, as a kid? No, as a child, it was regular studies. Uh, what happened is when I was like 20 years old, I met my husband in Madrid, who he, wa- he was an Air, Air Force uh, member, an American Air Force member in Madrid. So I met him and then uh, we got married in Madrid and then we came to the United States. And then there was another life over here. Yeah. And we came to New Jersey. Okay. Lovely New Jersey. (laughs) Home of Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, actually I didn't care much for New Jersey. And, but it was a good place. I went to college over there in New Jersey. And I, actually, my profession is an accountant. I'm an accountant. Okay. What happened is, um, I always paint, even when I was young in Madrid. And I visited uh, El Prado very often. Uh, and uh, I was painting all the time. I was always doing draw- drawings. And actually, when I was in college, I took a lot of classes also in, in art, but my major concern at that time was be an accountant because that's, mm, give me the money, <laughs> give me the money. I mean, yeah, I think that at that time we were a family, we were my husband and two children, so we need to have an income. And art, you can have an income from art, but it takes a long time and it takes a lot of effort, and it's not um, monthly income. You don't want to put pressure on that. No. Yeah. No, art is a difficult, but it's, it's good for the soul. Yeah. Yeah, it's a luxury. I mean, you don't want to say it's a luxury, but I think that is one of the, f- the future of the world, as, as we've seen with the new, the, new, uh, the new bill that was passed in the government, handing out money to families with kids. and mm-hmm. But like... That's just an extension of what the future is going to be, is a lot of checks and, and, and there's going to be a lot of money being handed out to people because the robots are doing a lot of everything. And yeah. so now we almost all, as a human being, as a race, have to embrace our artistic side mm-hmm. because we need to figure out how to express ourselves and, and find, find dignity in ourselves, even when there's no jobs available. So it's like I've I've long studied this topic and 
yeah, I think the future is one where we need to become creatives uh, yeah. in some way. Yeah, I think uh, robots can do a lot of things, but they cannot create. That's so true. we always want to have, the creation is always going to be human. Okay. Um, yeah, I have read and it was a lot, it's going to be a lot of jobs that are repetitive, you know, but the creation will never go away. Yeah, and sales too. <laughs> Sometimes you need to talk to, talk to people and find out and, and, and help guide people. So sales is a great profession. But um, so studied accounting, and you said you were always doing painting. So do you remember when you were a kid, like what what made you love painting? It was easy. I think it was that was the reason. Oh, it was easy, and I have fun. You have to enjoy what you are doing. And that's with the art. If you're enjoying it, what you are doing is fine. It's like a, now I'm doing the sketches and I'm really um, enjoying that. Going out in the street, going in front of a building, sitting down there. I don't care who's watching or not. And just sit down and do it because I'm having fun. Yeah. And I think that's part of the... But who was one of your mentors or influences that made you do that kind of thing? I don't think none in particular. It wasn't like your no. older sister or your mom? Oh, no, or like... no, 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 no. It was just something natural. I remember being in the school and one of the classes we had was art. And that was the beginning when they start putting it over there like a, an orange and, uh, and a glass. And then they ask you to draw it and I was drawing it and, and it was nice. It was It was good. And I thought, oh, I can do that. <laughs> And eventually, you know, I keep going and doing it, and I have been done. I went to several, I was in Madrid, and in Madrid I went to the studio of other artists for a while until I came to the U.S. And over here in the U.S., like I said, I took some courses in, in college also. But then I started working with my career with accounting, and for probably 10 years or more I didn't touch the art. But I went back to Madrid, and over there, well, what happened too is I separated from my husband, and when I was in Madrid, then I started doing a new life. I have a new life when I separate, and I went to live in the coast in Spain. And over there is when I really started working in art, every day, and, you know. And I went from oil paintings to acrylic, and I work over there a lot in in the coast in Spain. Because it was and just I so beautiful? And... Yeah, and it was relaxed and it was a different situation. You know, I didn't have to worry much about the working. And over there, yeah, and then I, I started doing exhibitions and selling some of the art. So I, over there, it was, you sold it was a good one. Yeah. What, is the, what was the piece of advice you would give to people who love to paint? And is there any any like tricks of the trade or like how can you network your art? Is it joining competitions? Is that like one of your secrets or is it like what's one of the secrets of selling well, your art? A good way is to enter in competitions because as when you get something, uh, your name goes higher, mm -hmm. and that's why it's good to compete. You know. Uh, to market your your art is is exhibit showing and now it's a lot of art online 
But it's a lot of work also to put your art online. Well, you're taking a it's picture of your the, art. Yeah, but then so many uh, waves, you know, so many channels and webs, and you don't know in which one to to participate, uh, to do. Right. And also, sign of these webs, you have to pay for that, too. They, they, so there's a fee easy. to, to show it's your fees. art? Yeah, it's very complicated. I don't know if I can say that there's a household website or name that, that I mean, there's Instagram, which is very respected for, you know, but you're, you could Instagram your art and get a mm. following. I'm sure that's what a lot of artists do. Uh, do you have an Instagram for your yeah, art? Yeah, I've had an Instagram. Perhaps I'm not very good in uh, on this. I'm, <laughs> I'm following and, and trying to do a market. I have to get better on that, on that aspect because... Normally, I have been working with galleries. I have been working with the galleries and exhibitions. But that was years ago. Now is when we have to start working more in the in the social media. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I, I I realized that I have a problem now. <laughs> I, I'm trying to help you. It's an adaptation yeah, to the to the new world that we live in. Yeah. But okay, so you so in terms of your art career, making art. Is there, uh, do you, so I, I noticed you mentioned that you entered a contest where you won and you made a house, a house? Well, was I, call it, I call it a house. It's the Little Library. Okay. That's what it is. And for Lauderdale, the city for Lauderdale, create this little, looks like a house, as in wood. And they pass these houses to, the, to several artists so they can decorate. And these houses are going to be in the street with a door with books inside mm -hmm. so people can go and open the door and get the book for free and they're going to be along some areas in the streets uh, could be children book or adult books and it's a way to pass books around and for free because the city is doing it so i found this on the internet and i thought it was a very interesting idea to participate and decorate one of these I call them little houses because it looked like a house. And actually I had a lot of fun and I went through, I went to Fort Lauderdale, I visited the beach, I visited the river walk, and after that I got enough information to create the house. So my idea was to reflect the beach over there and the river walk on that piece of wood on that house. And Apparently, the city liked it, so they gave me the first prize. Okay. And I think it was that's the reason, because I reflect for Lauderdale over there. You reflect? What do you mean? Reflect. Reflect. Put it on. You, like, you truly studied the city, and, and you respected it, and, and yeah. you loved it, and then you painted your and expression painted of it. Over you painted it over there. Like, oh, there. You went... No, no, no. No, you no. painted it in your I painted it in the house. In the house, yeah. Uh, it took me about a week. To do that one okay. every day working on that 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 was a, a lot of work <laughs> few hours yeah okay so but in your uh, in your in terms of the pantheon of art what is your favorite type of art or you know style what is your favorite to do okay one of my favorites is the impressionist but is to look I don't I don't do impressionist um, I don't feel that I can do it well, but I like it. And now my style is changing with the years a little bit, and I like this one I'm doing now, which is fast. Uh, 
and I don't care about the line and if it's straight or not, but I like to capture the moment. And that's why I'm doing these sketches over here outside in Miami. I choose a lot of the Art Deco buildings and the moment with the people that goes by, with the bar, with the waiter. So I like that it's spontaneous, that drawing. So you, you really do like drawing out in public? Like, I like it. And so what's your equipment? Do you like, is it light? Do you like go with a backpack or like, how do you bring your stuff around? Uh, I just have my paper like this, a few, couple, two or three uh, pens, because I work with ink, straight to the ink, I don't use pencil, really. I go straight to the ink and my watercolor box is a little one. So I just, just with a So, you, so a you, box. you mix in your palette only, only from three colors or how many colors? No, I got the five or six, seven colors, that's all. That so you mix with? Uh, I like to use them uh, without mixing, I like the pure color. So you literally only paint with five or six colors, and you don't mix them? And I don't mix them. <laughs> Interesting. So that's why it has that is strong... It's a cool constraint on your art. Then. Well, when you use plain color, it's clean. But when you mix it, sometimes they get dirty. Okay. And you don't want to do that. So what are your... Is I, it just I like, like red, green? Red is red, green, yeah. Um, yellow is yellow, and, and then you put the greens, and... And no, at least the first I don't mix, and then the second time more in watercolors. I'm using watercolors. Once the watercolor dry, the second hand yet you can probably add a little more of shadow, the shadows and a little more. But I don't like to mix watercolors. I like to go straight from with basic color. I mean that you you skipping out on all the. What's a color that's that's not that you don't use like purple or or orange or? What? Oh no, yeah, I like to use purple. But how do you use purple? Is it one of your six colors? It is. Is it well six? I uh, will have to see my palette is probably more than six, but no more than ten. Okay, so you actually Something have like, like ten colors. I, yeah, <laughs> I have ten colors, and I have purple. Actually, I use the purple for the shade of white. Shade of white? Yeah. Okay, when you have a building and it's white, but the side, probably you have a shade. Because it's the white, but it's not white. Yeah. Exactly. So, and there is when I use the purple. There's a lot of white buildings in Miami, right? Like yeah, Art Deco style. Yeah, but when you look at it, they all have shades. The white, actually the pure white is only with the sound face. Yeah. And the moment you turn around in the building, or in one of the sides, or the shades, then you have to go to other. And for me, uh, purple is perfect for that. Okay. So, so speaking of Miami, and it's obviously um, what you've been painting, which is very interesting, but um, how long ago did you move to Miami? Do you remember that story of when you first moved here? Yeah, that was about 20, 25 years ago. And actually, I moved due to my, do my daughter, uh, she found, you know, she came over here looking for a job. Uh, she graduated from Orlando. So we came to Miami looking for the job. And uh, eventually at the beginning, we, we were not very happy uh, until you adopt to Miami. Uh, but that happened 25 years ago and she, my daughter is still here. <laughs> and she enjoys the, to live in Miami. And I do too. I like to, well, I still I go back to Spain. 
but I like to come to Miami every year for a few months. So yeah, you're one of the snowbirds, yeah. Yeah. But so what was, you see, adapting to Miami, what was, what was one thing you learned to do here in Miami to to adapt? Maybe you have to adapt to the, to the heat. That's one, the humidity. And then the environment. The environment is a Latin environment. It's not a, an American style of living. And then you have to adapt to that. So what helps you adapt to that? I just been out. Just <laughs> have <going>. friends. <laughs> have have a lot of friends. Yeah. <laughs> have life outside. Miami is all the life in Miami is out, is outside. Yeah, that's what's it's great. It's in the yeah. street and it's with people and yeah. We were built for COVID. A lot of we already had all the outdoor patios, but we made it even better with uh, with like a lot of the the stores, a lot of the restaurants closing, you know, mm-hmm. streets and and opening up, you know, you know, outdoor seating even more so. But it's now it's even more even seen. more. But it was yeah. we're in the world in the U.S. We're quite the leaders in in what we do, you know, outdoor seating, and um, that's true. I mean. So there's a humidity, but you don't ever stay around for the humidity, do you? You go to Spain, don't you, in the summer, so you escape. <laughs> yeah, the summers, that, no, I have been, not entire summer, but for some reasons, you know, I have to be in August over here, and the, yeah, then I suffer the humidity <laughs> and the rain every day, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which no, I didn't true. like it. <laughs> it's uh, two worlds, but definitely a paradise, at least half the year. It is paradise. It is. I mean, it's, it's always what I appreciate about Miami is, to be honest, half the year, like Europe gets cold, you know, like mm-hmm. America gets cold. Like we're in some kind of crazy special place that is nice when everywhere else sucks. Yep. And everyone know, here knows it. But um, so, so you've been here quite a while. Um, what is your favorite like district? Obviously, our deco buildings, but like, do you have a favorite viewpoint or a favorite like vista or or, or favorite place to paint? Or is there a favorite? Favorite district that you like? To... No, I like the deco. I like deco, the deco, deco buildings. Yeah, that's why I like to be here. That's yeah. Did you ever go like paint little Havana or like do you try doing different things? Mm, no, I haven't been in little. I mean, I have been in little Havana for going out, <laughs> for having yeah. fun and for having drinks and and even for selling art. Um, years ago, every. Last Friday or something was like that. Last Friday of the month, they had the the art show over there, and I remember to go over there to sell art. Now, it's not such a big thing, you know. But it was in the street. We just put it. So, no, so I still I go to Little Havana, but I don't I don't feel like drawing over there. I don't know. I didn't hmm. don't quite uh, like it. Okay. So when you're selling art, is there ever, do you ever go to like open air markets where you can like have a stand and like spring your paintings? Yeah, sometimes uh, I do. Like this weekend I went to Fort Lauderdale and that was, uh, I have a stand over there. Yeah. And it works. Sometimes I work also, I go to the Botanic Garden over here in South Beach Yeah. Uh, before Christmas and they have stands for different pieces of art uh, for the people to go and I work on that and I went to that one too and uh, sometimes I go but not very often uh, I'd rather work in gallery it's easier <laughs> to exhibit in a gallery 
Right, and more official. But like, which galleries in Miami have you? Have no, you in Miami I haven't really not not lately. No, uh, most of my artwork was in Spain. But do you bring the the it. art of Miami to Spain? Like the no, you no. paint your paintings in Spain Maybe, were yeah. sold in Spain. Over there, I paint over there. Like I'm doing a lot of uh, sketches also in Barcelona and in Madrid. I have few books over there. But no, uh, it's different. Uh, I do the work over there as one, and the one in Miami is, is for here. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, for tourists who come here, there's so many tourists. Yeah. I don't know how many are really open to bringing back a painting in their suitcase. You know, like, it's like, I don't know. Um, no. <laughs> Actually, I think the, my market is the local people. Absolutely. Yeah. It's local. The ones they buy and they appreciate the buildings is local people. Yeah. No, think, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. And there's a lot. I mean, we keep talking about this because we've had a lot of uh, artists and uh, we've had people who run art galleries and on the podcast. We've had a lot of mm -hmm. artistic people and we always keep talking about this, how the, the real estate in Miami is this huge industry mm -hmm. with lots of new developments and they all need art because yep. there's a lot of white walls mm -hmm. going up every day. So you are needed. And so like... I'm wondering, you know, how we can, it might be something interesting to host like a monthly, you know, art gallery for real estate agents to bring some of their new people who just moved here. Um, but yeah, there's like a lot oh, of possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there's... <laughs> for the new people, yeah. There's, I think there's, there's a need for, I mean, anytime you have a big real estate market with mm -hmm. a lot of new buildings and, you, and walls going mm -hmm. up, you're, there's a need for more it's art. A need for art. To go up as well so I think uh, if you're not feeling that need then there's a problem I mean we need to we need to coordinate more of these uh, these meetups where where people can buy yeah. art it's like you buy a house uh, you know you should get invited to at least a, a couple events with art showings and galleries like everyone who buys a house should be going to some of these meetups and buying art you know like it's, it's it should a, be automatic almost. Actually, it's a good idea what you are saying. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe I have to contact the realtors. I think the real estate and, agents and are the, the real key. Estate, yeah, that's yeah. the ones they know who is the, who they sell the houses or what houses. So, yeah, that would be the, a good uh, source of Absolutely. information I think on where to sell. That's art. one of the keys <laughs> to uh, selling your art in Miami is get to know some real estate agents. Yeah. Especially, yeah, artists and real estate agents should be like best friends because hmm. the real estate agent is selling the home, but once they sell the home, they have an opportunity to also to do. include artists mm -hmm. in the rest of the home, in the in the development and the, the decorating of the home. And so I think that's something where, uh, you know, I guess I can take an active interest in that, maybe host a monthly meetup or something. Actually, I think I'm thinking about that. Uh, so for the podcast, for the community of local voices, mm -hmm. I'm going to start doing monthly, um, they're like bar crawls slash art walks in different okay. districts where okay. uh, the, there's a first place prize, it's $50 out of my own pocket. <laughs> Second place is a $20 gift card from a, a restaurant that sponsors it. And third place is my chili, which you had tonight, I'll, yeah, I'll package up chili. some chili. <laughs> but I want to host these month, these once a month photo contests where we really appreciate a different district you know like okay. one month will be little Haiti one month mm -hmm. will be little Havana one month will yeah. be South Beach but like you know it's not a new concept the idea of a photo walk you know okay. the idea of like 
going yeah, around and, and, and really observing photos, yeah. like okay what's a cool monument or what's a cool filter i can put mm-hmm. on this angle but like i think you know for me i think that's a really fun way of spend a Saturday is like really appreciating a place mm-hmm. and um, but I think prizes need to be fun I don't know I haven't seen that many fun prizes for the, these kind of things so I want to I'm trying to make it more fun but uh, also it's an opportunity to to really respect a district in a new way and um, you know Saturday afternoon you can have a few drinks as well you know make, make it like a bar crawl type of thing <laughs> but uh, that's like my idea is to like you know host more fun competitions for artists, you know, and, and mm-hmm. to kind of, um, you know, encourage people to, to look in awe at their, at their, at their city, their, mm-hmm. their environment yeah. in new ways. Um, what are some of your favorite, uh, museums or, I mean, are there any, what brings you in awe of Miami? Are there ever any, any, uh, museums or places that, that actually you... the best thing in Miami is when they have the back vessel. Art bed. Basel, which this year didn't, didn't right. have it. But that was, it's incredible the amount of art that comes here to Miami from the world. It's incredible how much different art you can see in that week. For me, that's the greatest week in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you go uh, to see the art? You just go to the convention center and then go in? Or? No, oh, the other ones. I like well, the convention center, but it's always the same style and the same galleries. I think it's better to go to the one in the beach, to the, the all the other ones around. Um, like Mid, uh, Midtown, they have two, like almost three. There are three over there normally. Then they're very, very good. Uh, different artists, younger people, younger art. Um, normally, that week, I really go like a two of the exhibitions daily, two daily. Do you bring so your art? Every day. I did. I work about, I don't know, that was like 10 years ago. I participate. Uh, but no, now. Now I just like to go and, and see, and see. And actually, you can, um, you don't have to move from Miami to see the world art. <laughs> the, they, the they ship it here. They ship their art here, and they yeah. and they show it here. I remember, like two years ago, the Koreans, the Koreans brought beautiful art. Oh yeah, Korea, Korea was. Impressive. Is it abstract Korea or was what, what kind of art was it? No, it was not abstract, but it was so good. The Koreans are very good now in in design and uh, oh, really? Chinese. Yeah, Korea is. is good I mean, I know art. China. It's crazy. They have. No, it's like China a new too. a new city goes China? up every every week. They're like yeah, building no, cities they, they like crazy. Too. They have some art, uh, but like I said, I have seen that in in Miami. Korean art, interesting. Yeah. How do you describe that to someone who had no idea about it? What does it look like? Korean art. Still has the the flavor of the Orient Oriental art. Mm. But, but it's it, modern at the same time, very elaborated. Is it? But it's paintings of, of nature, or is it more like abstract? Like, no, no, no. It's it's more nature. Paintings more of nature in like, Korea. Um, yeah, like the Oriental. You know, the small people and the, and even the very elaborated and with um, gold and with the stuff on it, but very well done. <laughs> it's, it's difficult to explain. Yeah, 
Oh, of course. Uh, so our base is obviously a great time here for artists. Uh, so in your time here in Miami, uh, I mean, I, we're getting to the point where I'm always like, okay, uh, Anna, what, what what do you love about Miami besides the weather? Uh, what are your favorite, like, I think we've already talked about this, the art scene, but like, uh, you know, if you had to say, I love Miami because, what would you say? I think it's because it's a mel- melting melting pot of people from mainly uh, South American or Latin people, uh, but even it mixed with the Americans. So I think we have created a very good uh, environment of foreign people living together. That's what I think I like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, that's one of America's greatest challenges, right, is the diversity and the amount of openness that you have to have mm-hmm. to live here because live you're, here. you're meeting oh, yeah. so many people from different backgrounds that you know some places in the world it's crazy how similar how like in China or Colombia even like people are all the same you know like mm-hmm. everyone's the same but here yeah. it's crazy you have <laughs> yeah, to be so crazy. open open to, to, to everybody I mean yeah. it's like the openness yeah. and that's really what Miami is great for is that um, you know, there's San Francisco, which is like a melting pot of more Asian culture, or, or you know, California has that. But um, in terms of in terms of sheer diversity, mm-hmm. I always put I think Miami's I number think one. Miami, number one. I think Miami is more diverse. It's, it's crazy, and, mm-hmm. and just in this podcast, it's crazy. We had you had Germans, you had Uruguayans, yep. Colombians, Cubans, mm-hmm. uh, Brazilians. Spanish, yep. like it's like literally every week is a different nationality. It's a different, yeah. And that's like Miami is really the the honestly one of the I think shining cities of diversity in the world. Yep. Um, because of all that and being in America and everything. Um, and I think uh, we are able uh, to live together uh, in the same neighborhood. Uh, people from completely different countries, uh, different races different religions and they all live together yeah well like in our, our building right here I mean, oh our building is a good example <laughs> yeah so much diversity and yeah that's that's why i love it here um but like back to yourself anna so one thing that you know this podcast it's great for people who are traveling to miami it's great for people who are moving to miami it's great for locals here who want to feel more connected and listen to the stories of, of great people who are passionate about what they do so Within that, everyone has kind of a good habit, or uh, everyone has certain, you know, values and um, how you say, uh, you know, basically things to be proud about. To be honest, but like, not that you need to brag, but what is one of your really good habits, um, your virtues? Oh, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> First thing that comes to mind. Okay, good habits. I think I'm a good worker, and I like to work, I like to do things, and I like to be active. I think that's a good habit. Being I'm active. active all the time, in the painting, or in doing, or in decorating the house, or in being with friends, and in going out. <laughs> that's part of being active. Yeah. No, but I guess being it's active... Being active, I think, is a... Alright, let's, let's focus more... Go to the beach. <laughs> or what, let's focus or more on... A, no, 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 I'm saying... Honestly, the morning morning habits are usually very important to, to set the right tone for your day. So, mm-hmm. what is the morning habit that you have? Well, I like to do yoga. 
Oh yeah. In the mornings, yeah. Actually, if if I can make it, I like to go to to the beach and Third Street. Then it's morning yoga, but it's at seven in the morning. Okay. So sometimes it's difficult to make yeah. it over there at yeah. seven in the morning. Yeah, no, but in an early morning, I like to see the sun and being in the beach and see the sunrise is great. This is something we only can oh, do. Oh, Miami Beach, here. it's great in the morning. It's great in the And us locals know about that one. It's That's when you get your peace and quiet at the beach in the morning. Oh, my God. Lately, it's not even that peaceful anymore uh, at, at March, 7 in the morning. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, just people hung over on the beach? For, uh, <gasps> I knew. Anyway, March is an atypical month for us, but I think... Yeah, mornings in Miami are special. They are. Uh, so you do yoga. Do you like meditate in your apartment or you always go to the beach to do that kind of thing? Uh, I like to go to the beach. Uh, like today, Well, like today, Sundays, I go to the botanical garden to do yoga over there. Okay. And it's very, very nice to spend Sunday morning, you know, with the nature and the butterflies and do yoga, a little bit of... Um, uh, meditation and then I stay over there I have some friends my daughter comes alone and we stay there and we okay. have normally lunch there <laughs> oh, yeah? the garden they have like vendors or no what? no we do our own you bring picnic. a picnic we do a picnic oh, wow. and we found places under the, sh- the shade and the trees and you do we do a picnic smart. There. there you go <laughs> Damn. Oh, you know that the Sandy, the director of the garden, mm-hmm. she was a guest on the podcast. Oh, she, she was. sat right here, yeah. Yeah. And then also, I know her. Last week was uh, one of the volunteers there, Ali, Ali okay. Shapiro. Uh, so, yeah, the garden is. The garden core. is. is, is you the find core. a lot of the best people in Miami who go there, who know yeah. about it. And yeah. No, the garden is a jewel. It's a jewel. Really a jewel yeah. Because it's in the middle of all this concrete, you know, like the convention center. Yeah. And it's all concrete. And then suddenly this area is so peaceful, green, full of butterflies. I said, how oh, they can be here? It's amazing. Really. You love butterflies. Huh? I love it. I love it. I have a lot of artwork with butterflies. Oh, yeah? No, they're... And my jewelry, I had some with butterflies. I mean, they're quite the, uh, the powerful, uh, you know, symbol of, oh, yeah. what is it, like... Uh, Rebirth and growth, and I mean, it's crazy how they transform in their lifetimes, like caterpillar to butterfly. No, but uh, if you have a butterfly, it's, it's because you have nature. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have nature, you don't, you don't have. So don't, it's, it's a good sign. It's a test. It's like it's a, a test. It's a sign. It's a sign. Of health it's a sign. and beauty. And mm-hmm. so they, yeah, but they have high standards, these butterflies. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they don't want to just hang out anywhere. Like, no, of course. Like, <laughs> I mean, they need to be with the plants and the green, uh, so it's, it's difficult to find them. Yeah, okay. So actually, I was walking Lincoln Road the other day, and I saw there was a studio with a bunch of easels and, and paint, like mm-hmm. a Oolite, I think it's called Oolite Gallery. Oolite, Oolite, yeah. Um, so one thing I like to do, well, you saw I have like an easel yeah, and yeah, a painting yeah, yeah. here. I, I saw it. That I'm like half done with and I've been procrastinating on. One of my things is like, I'm such a social person, I... I really love b- painting with people, you know, mm-hmm. it's so much more fun for me to be it with is, others it's, painting. It's, it's fun. Yeah. So how can we gather more people, locals in Miami around painting together, paint in sips? I know you brought over some Spanish wine. Uh, I think there's a few of these events, especially before COVID, there was more, but, but would you ever be interested in like hosting one oh, of these? Oh yeah, like I would, a, uh, no problem, I would like to have it. Actually, some places, but 
in Miami, not in this area, which is called uh, Paint with a Twist. Paint with a Twist, yeah. Paint with a Twist. I heard that. But it's in Cotto Gable, is one. Hollywood, and it's different areas. But actually, in the beach, we don't have one. Should we start one? We, I think we should. One. <laughs> we should. I'll help promote that. I mean, that I, I'm, I love weeklies like, like habits but i also love monthlies i'm starting to yeah. I'm starting to fill my my, my, uh, my months with more monthlies no no my idea is actually to have classes in i mean very small amount of people in in the apartment yeah have a class or two or three hours of painting or something like that could so, try like an airbnb experience but like locals aren't going to look at that as much i think in terms of getting the local eye uh, you know, I just be meeting people. You know, when you go out and and sit and, and draw and paint, and people come up to you maybe and be like, "Oh, hey, what are you doing?" But uh, do you, does that ever happen to you? Do ever people interrupt you when you're painting and they're like, "Hey," yeah, they do, yeah. and they ask me, "Oh, when you're doing, uh, you're going to sell it?" And yeah, the people ask when yeah. I'm drawing. I think I think a monthly paint and sip with you yeah. as lead, you leading the class. I it think should that, be. It should be. Fun. Let's do that. Yeah. And let's let we local voices will day, sponsor you that. Know, yeah. yeah, we can do one day. At, like you say, one day at the month. Yeah. And figure out the time and maybe two hours, two or three hours painting. Yeah. And paint yeah. and sip a little bit of paint wine. And sip, <laughs> yeah. What is so? What is the key to paint and sip to make it most fun? Is it having um, the right objective? Is like what? What would you say is is the right? Uh, you know, you put a blank canvas in front of someone. Mm-hmm. You, as a teacher, as the leader of this meetup, okay. what is your object? What is your challenge to your students? Like, what, what do you like, what do you start with? Okay, I think then it is a challenge when you have a white uh, piece in front of you. It's very very difficult how to to start. So maybe the idea is to have. Maybe some ideas before before the class of what to paint, and then maybe the the student can choose. Okay, I would like to do that or, or something similar. Because uh, even for an artist, it's very very difficult, you know, to be in front of a white. Yeah. Yeah. To have like you no have idea. to have something in mind already. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm going in the street, I'm walking around, and I see a building. Say, oh, gee. That one is what I like to do. Yeah. But then, but you are already preconceiving, you know, that uh, I'm now getting, sitting down and getting in front of the paper and look what I'm going to do. Yeah. First comes the idea and then you portray. Yeah, the desire to paint yeah, that. Yeah, the desire to that. paint that or to create So that. you have students, okay, a bunch of us come on, show up to this paint no, a bunch and not. with Maybe no ideas, right? Or four, you, no ideas. We, we have, have no have ideas. To, we come up here no, and we have then, no ideas. Then we might have to have... You uh, have to bring the ideas yeah, to us. Then we have to get the ideas yeah, so, together, you know, yeah. maybe. But also it's good to, I, I'd say for beginners, would you agree it's good to always have like a example picture or portrait to like to copy or to... to... I don't agree in copies. I think we should... Well, when you, for example, our... when you're out and you see a building that you respect, you're basically painting the building, you're kind of recreating it. So mm-hmm. you have that picture in front of you, you have that, yeah. that image in front of you. Yeah. Now you bring people into a room, like they need to have some kind of image That's to go right. off of as well. Oh, but we can maybe put an apple over there on top of the table and we can do that. Right. But that's been done, the whole apple thing. Is there, I guess, 
But that's the way. <laughs> that's how you learn? The, the to... problem, yeah. But the it's... problem is that that's the way you learn. To you draw learn, apples? Well, apples, whatever, the computer. Uh, that's the only way. It's your eye. You have to learn to look. Uh-huh. To paint is a lot in the eye. It's not in the hand. It's what you see. Uh-huh. What you can see. Seeing the different Seeing shadows different and shadows, shapes, colors. Uh, we don't see the same colors. Nobody sees the same ways. Mm. I mean, yeah, there's and people who are colorblind. So. <laughs> and it's a lot of angles. Now it's surprising you have the same item in the middle of of the table and different students drawing, and they all interpret it completely different yeah. because they have different views. You know what I think might be an interesting project for you is not that people in Miami are, uh, uh, you know, uh, proud or, uh, but it's like self-portraits. Have you ever seen people who do, who sell portraits of people? Like, that's an interesting thing because like, you know, would you ever draw portraits of people? It's like, is that too... No, uh, I mean... Normally, portraits is um, like a branch in the drawing. The drawings, you specialize. And who does portraits, you specialize in portraits. I have done some, too, but it's not my, I'm not a special on that. And like I said, I'm doing doing now more enjoying this outside thing with the buildings, the people, you know, the cafes, and you have to, you know, this. Yeah. Activity. Have you ever drawn anything on Espanola Way? Like no, like I haven't that. been in Espanola. No, not drawing. Uh, I haven't adventured over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice little place. It I is do. a nice. It's very There's nice. There's free yoga that we do there uh, every Saturday morning. In Espanola? Uh, 830, yeah. Free yoga. Yeah, I don't know. That no, one it's, in Espanola. It's a little secret. Yeah. Oh. Peely's great yoga teacher. Uh, but it, it's done in the street? Yeah, that's the only thing. You have to be willing to go do yoga in the street. Yeah, you know? well, it's, but it's a normal like, thing. It's a, it's a good challenge. Yeah. It's a good yogi's challenge because oh, okay. you have to be willing to, you know, it's not like a, you know, perfect studio, but it's more interesting. It's more lively. It's mm-hmm. honestly... Well, it's the same way that we do in the botanic. It's yeah. outside, isn't it? But it's great to be outside. Yeah. No, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, or doing the beach is it's good. I no, I didn't know about that one. You have to tell me. Free eight thirty. I want you. I want to see you there. Yeah, I go every. I go there every thirty. Eight thirty, but only once a week. Saturday. Saturday. Eight thirty. Let's bring you all the way. Okay. Yeah. See you. I will have to write it down someday. I'll try to remind you. So wait. Send me a note. We're at that point, Anna. All right. So you you got to eat something. I know you make awesome Spanish tortillas. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any favorite restaurants or things in Miami? I'm trying to think. <laughs> there What's the last a lot, place that you There's a lot, a lot of nice restaurants here. I know. I, I mean, so what's the last, what's the really last place choose. that you went to that you're regular at? Or I'm not, uh, lately, I'm not because they're changing too. You know, some of the nice restaurants. There were a couple Vietnamese, then they they disappear now. It's the problem with the beach is they, they're changing even the restaurants and uh, I don't know now actually I think the last time I had something was in in Calle Ocho 
I used to go to a place over there in Carioche. It was a lot of fun. They got uh, a like tapas. Spanish. And yeah, oh, how about this? But it was not Spain. only it was not only the tapas. They had uh, the music. The music was great, and it was a small place. Actually, it was the bar run by an artist, and his work was there exhibited, and it was a lot of fun. That place, pretty close due to the mm. Corona. So you're from Spain. Is there you gotta have a favorite Spanish restaurant? A Spanish restaurant, yeah, I have a couple. El Rincón Asturiano. Where's that? It's near in the area of Calle Ocho, okay. that area. And there's another one, good one, in, and it's near the airport in Lejeune. Then it's called Madrid, Tapas Madrid, something like that. It's you another see, one, and I like it. Tapas. But it's a lot of them. It's a lot of Spanish. Yeah, Barcelona Aleta is like a famous um, one around here. I don't like Barcelona. I know, i never actually been. I looked at the menu and it was like, ah. Well, not much. At the beginning, years ago, it used to be, used to be, good. Uh, lately. Uh, so Spanish food in general is what a, a lot of paella. Do you cook that paella. or? Paella? Uh, I cook rice more than paella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, rice is I is one of the well, components I know, of paella. I know, but, but like, uh, for us, paella is something. And rice is another one. <laughs> paella is like a whole beast. It's kind of like my chili, right? There's a lot of things in there. Like it yeah. takes a lot of time. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, I'm French, so I'm more partial to. I like French more, and Mexican and food Mexican, the most. Oh, French and I love Mexican. Mexican food. <laughs> I like Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what is Spain known for besides paella? It's well, for... the paella, the tortillas, the el jamón. We got our seafood. Our seafood. Your seafood, sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, uh, I mean, Spain. It's incredible how you had, how much the, the a drive there was to explore and, and conquer South America. I mean, you guys spread the language. Oh, you spread the language. Yeah, all around. I mean, it's. I was reading the history of Peru, and it was a little sad towards the end. I couldn't finish yes. the book because of it's, it was ruthless. You guys are ruthless. It's, it's, <laughs> but it was both ways, you know. I mean. When you go to the places, I visit, I visit uh, Colombia and I go to different places and, and Cartagena de Indias for me was very impressive because that was one of the ports yeah. for the slaves. So when you see that, I mean, you read in the books and you read in the history, but when you go to the places and you see it is... There's a great free walking tour uh, in Cartagena. Yeah. Everyone who goes to Colombia needs to go do this. To they, they do free walking tours. And they're amazing. They yeah, literally Robert. tell you about all yeah. the history of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was and, it was quite the place of conflict in the, um, in terms of it was the slave port, you know. And, it and, was an and, important and, slave port. That one. And, that was impressive. Yeah. But it was yeah. I mean, Cartagena is beautiful for how old. But it I know is. another place that is as worth it to visit, known about the history of Spain, is San Agustin over here in the in Florida. You're right. The, the Spanish, they it's did come here great, a long time ago. But they, they didn't hang they out were, here in Miami. They hung out more on the other side, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, they, that was the first ones to arrive to the continent was the Spanish before the English. Yeah. And they fought against the English who were fighting all the time. But uh, they were like, uh, I would say, almost a hundred years before the English. In 1500, they were already in, in San Agustin. 
I know. It's, and it's, it's a nice history yeah. over there. It's very interesting. There's and, old buildings and things. And it's the old buildings, and they recreate a lot of, of the with the clothing, and they recreate a lot of the history in passes. And actually, the Spaniards was the first one to give freedom to the blacks if they helped them to fight. So they, they yeah. were the slaves, but the slaves, if they were able to reach San Agustin, they would let them be free, and they will just work and stay with them. Yeah. The forts. No, it's, I think it, some of us forget. Yeah, and I that mean, was we're talking has, about 1500. Florida has an old history, but mostly, yeah, most of the oldest. There's actually a great podcast called the Miami History Podcast. Okay. And I've been listening to it, but it, you know, it's. I think everyone in Miami should listen to it because it has. Uh, it tells you about the history of Miami from the very beginning, and I think it's. It may, definitely it's. It's nice to appreciate. The history of where you live. I think the, the Miami History Museum is also a great mm-hmm. place. Have you been there? It's yeah. massive. I was, I was amazed when I went there how much much there is there. I it think is. A, it's very know, impressive place. I, I, yeah, we have some history in Miami too. Yeah. No, you I mean, know, it's not how it was formed. And, and even some of the tours, then, you know, one is called Duck, the Duck Tour. Duck Tour? Duck, yeah. That one is the one that gives more information about the history. Okay. Of Miami, I like that one. Does it? Is it is one of those? It's like a dock. It's like a bus. Yeah, and the, it goes they in the have water. that in Boston. Yeah, or, uh, it goes in the water. But that one's they are the best ones given information, history, history about Miami. And they go in the water and, and also they go on in the, the road. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of fun that too. Where was that? Where have I been? That that's a big thing in other cities as well. Miami is starting to do that. It's great. Um, so, so closing with this. Uh, so we, you know, the future as humanity, a lot of us need to find our, our method of expression, right? A, a way to express ourselves and, you know, find creativity uh, because we have more time and we're looking for yeah. more purpose and, and fulfillment. How, what was something that uh, you think people could, what would, what, would, what would be, how do you envision America becoming more creative? Like, what do you think would help that? I'm not creative. I think we are going in that way, in that um, because also art could be used as therapy for people, and it's used in, in another, another way when you don't feel good or when you feel anxious. Actually, painting, drawing, whatever, make you to relax because you get what you are drawing or painting your mind and your intention is on that all the time and then you relax your your mind mm-hmm. so i think it will be a way of using art as a therapy i think it takes organizers too it takes people throwing these competitions for example that you won this weekend people who throw monthly yeah. uh monthly you know pain sips like more of these opportunities available to people I think is important because you know painting by yourself for me I've gotten yeah. kind of bored of painting no, by painting myself by especially as a beginner work. you want to be with people when you're mm-hmm. painting uh, and I think those kinds of gatherings um, so what does it take it takes having the you equipment you always have to be in a studio I mean it's good to be in a studio a yeah. studio in a studio mean surrounded by other people yeah actually in uh, Lincoln Road over at Olite Every Monday, they used to have a live model, 
and we went over there to draw. And huh? there was a lot of people going, except we have been without that for a year now. I saw it over there. There were still easels and things. Is it back yeah, open? Or yeah, what? but it's in, inside. Yeah. It's open. It's open, but it's, hope, it's starting now to be open. Okay. But last, I mean, for years, I have been going over there every Monday because it's very nice to draw from a life model. You know, the body and you, the lines, that's the way. You have to do a lot of practice. It's just practice. Right. I mean, it's good Then somebody go and teach you, you know, how to do the lines. It's, it's nice to have uh, some technical points, uh, but it's practice. Yeah. And there's also motivation. I think I think competitions yeah. are fun, right? Competitions are fun. <laughs> They're fun. And I think that's the future, honestly. It's just more fun artistic competitions. Artistic you know? competitions. Like yeah, for example you know, we just like a couple of weeks ago we had the we had Ignacio who did the mural on Washington Street, but he won a contest to do that. And then suddenly he's spending, you know, twelve hours a day for three months, two months painting this mural. Okay. Practically for free for, because for free. he loves oh, it. Oh yeah, yes. But like, it's like that was created just by someone saying, you know what? Let's create this contest. Let's let's like the fact that that was even created as a concept is a great sign. And I think more of that. There's so much more potential for more mm-hmm. of that in our world. Is people, businesses saying, you know what? We have this white wall. Let's put a contest together. Let's get some artists. Let's, let's get some artists let's, to do it. Yeah. I mean. I, I'm always curious, like China, for example, they're building new cities. Like every 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 five days, there's like a new big city going up. Like they're creating things at ridiculous pace. But like I always wonder, like what kind of art is filling these places? Like there's so many white walls. Like like what art mm-hmm. is filling? There's a need for art with with yeah, the real estate boom in the, in the world. Yeah, what you were saying. Yeah. There's a need for it's, much it's more art in the world. For more art. So I think that's exciting to to connect the two worlds together and I think I mean that's the podcast for better or worse there's a, some of the coolest people are artists and the most <laughs> you know open to sharing so uh, I end up hosting a lot of artists but I think that's uh, that's just going to be a trend going forward I mean um, I think all of us have to find our, our creative side in, in this new, new world that we're heading into I think so because I think if, uh, we are going to have more free time the world is going to be a more free time to work from home a lot. So like that, you have free time to do other things. Yeah. I think that's the... And yeah, you have to figure out uh, how to fill that. I mean, to feel productive without necessarily uh, achieving some kind of like goal, but like more so just feeling like you did something. You know, you you accomplished something. You, you built something. And that's like a very satisfying feeling. It's a satisfying feeling. Every yeah. time you when finish you a painting. When you do something yeah. or you do something with your hands, it's, it's always satisfying. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. So let's uh, let's get that together, like a monthly paint and yeah, sip. Yeah, we can do that. You'll be the teacher. Yep. So do you have equipment? Do you have the easels? Or like, how do we do that? Uh, I have a couple. <laughs> I have I one. only have two, but you had another one. Three. Yeah. Uh, maybe another one. We can get a cheap We can do it. We don't need to have a lot of people because our apartments are small. But maybe four or five persons, it would be enough to, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, and then that, that alone, that meetup alone will connect a lot of creative minds yeah. together to come up with other things. And so. Yeah, uh, in art, you need to be with other people to exchange ideas. Yes. That's 
why the residence, you know, residence for artists, mm -hmm. works well because it's good to be living actually with artists all the time. So oh. like that, your your mind. Yeah, is, you're surrounded. You're immersed mm -hmm. in that. You're immersed, and that's very good. You have you ever lived in an artist house? No, I'm I'm trying. I'm I'm looking at different places. Actually, I found one place in Mexico that I would like to go, and. Uh, some places in Italy too, so I'm thinking and just in contact with different places to, to go for a month or something like that. Oh yeah, that's definitely an experience. It is. A, it's like going to an ashram or like being like a Buddha, like a, like a, place. being yeah. a, a monk for a month or yeah. a year. And... Yeah, but, uh, no, could be a month, but in a month, uh, then your mind is completely free of, uh, you don't have to worry about anything. Uh, you don't have to worry about your, you know, your daily food or whatever, chores and, yeah. and families or anything like that. Just go over there to paint or to draw or to whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that does it sound fun. nice? It does. No, it's, it's like a, ma it's a vacation. massive vacation. A massive huh? vacation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, uh, Anna, you are an inspiration to us in Miami to find our creative side and express ourselves and appreciate the beauty in our surroundings. So looking forward to hosting events with you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for well, thank you enjoying the chili too. and bringing your awesome Spanish tortillas, which are like, uh, okay. kind of like an omelet with potato. Is what it is. And so, but it's called like that. It's the tortilla española. Okay. I'm, I, that's actually <laughs> new to me. I didn't, I wasn't, I never really had that before. So it was very delicious. Uh, so thank you for coming and, God, another awesome neighbor that I get to know their story. You, you know, see? that's how I appreciate living where I am more <laughs> and more. And I encourage everyone to host their neighbors and do mm -hmm. podcasts. I mean, there's no reason not to. It's uh, it definitely makes uh, makes you feel more at home. You know, if you host neighbors like this and cook yeah. for them, and it's uh, thank God that you know with COVID, now is now is the time, and you know more than ever to appreciate uh, you know community and. You know hosting and being with people um so thank you look forward to seeing you in the hallways <laughs> okay so we are in contact okay now we have to plan for our first day of painting first day of painting yeah so we'll get it on the calendar